With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome in. It's the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast going into week three of the high school wrestling season. Dave Heckert's here with me. I'm Dustin Hockett-Smith. We're going to look back on what happened on, on weekend number two. A um, couple interesting tournaments. We had some interesting duels um, last week. And then we'll look ahead. It's a pretty light week with the holiday coming up. And I think probably some coaches, Dave, are, are looking forward to having that time to regroup a little bit. Um, and, and just look at a few of these duels coming up this week that could kind of take shape in either a mid-pen division or in the District 3 team race, too. Um, Dave, I just I wanted to start, though, with uh, the Carlisle Holiday Classic. And, you know, I think you've seen that tournament um, some seasons really, really feature some very good weight classes. You have a, a good group of teams that, you know, a lot of locals, but some coming from a little further away, you know, your Central Bucks East and, and schools like that, that make for a pretty good competition where I know as a coach, you're kind of trying to decide, do I chase elite competition someplace else and deal with hotels and all that or do i stay local and get some really good matches in and not have to deal with all the all the travel and i think carlisle offers teams around here a pretty good opportunity to get better without going through all that yeah dustin first man listen you know to the listeners out there i mean i want to give a big shout out to to you dustin man i I, I, you're putting a lot of time here. And I mean, I called you on Friday, I, you know, you're, you're at Texas, you're, you're at the Carlisle tournament Saturday. You're at, you're at King of the mountain and uh, you know, just, just to help coverage in the area, man, I just want to give you a quick shout out and, you know, you know, the coaches and wrestlers around the area, man. I mean, you put in a lot of time and, and uh, to, to, you know, keep us up to date with what's going on, but, you know, building I, off. I, of that, I, I, let, yeah. I appreciate that first and foremost. And just real quick, like you, a person in my position who just has to sit there in front of a computer while, while other guys, like you see what kids and coaches go through to get ready for the competition. And it's like, it's not fair if I'm not at least, you know, honest with myself and saying that I'm trying my best too, but, but thank you. No, all good, man. I, I, you know, like it, you, you, you brought up the Carlisle tournament and, you know, it, it is it, a lot of local flavor there, right? Like, you know, and, uh, you know, Chambersburg and Trinity and Gettysburg and ship, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a crew of local teams there and, uh, you know, does it have the, 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 the prep school teams and the clout that like a beast of the East has like, yeah, absolutely not. I mean, you know, they're, they're two different tournaments, but I think you saw some, some good local flavor at Carlisle. Um, I know, uh, coach Joe and at Carlisle and they, 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 they really, do a good job with the tournament. It's important to them. And, uh, you know, and, and you saw some local flavor there and, and uh, you know, West Perry had a good tournament. I, the, the one thing that popped out to me at that tournament is, 
is, you know, Gettysburg won it. And, and, and here we are, like, you know, Gettysburg won a team title two years ago, right? Um, you know, they were in the finals last year and dropped one that, that, that they, that they, they could have had. And, uh, and then here we are, you know, this, 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 this third year here and, and Gettysburg really is, is a, is a program now that in my opinion, you know, they're not going anywhere for a little bit. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying that they're, they're all of a sudden, I mean, they won a district title two years ago, but I mean, what you're starting to see now is that consistency, right? Like here they are. Um, you know, they lost some guys from last year's team and then all of a sudden they have these new names in the lineup and they're putting together a good enough tournament to go out and, and you know, I mean, win the, win the Carlisle tournament and, and do well there. I mean, do they have guys that are going to be high state place winners on their team? You know, maybe not, but man, I mean, they, they wrestle tough and, uh, you know, they're, they're not going anywhere for, for a little bit here. And, uh, you know, it's good to see them like, you know, start to enter that that realm of like being a team that that shows you know consistency and whatnot so you know kudos to them for for winning that tournament and uh 10 guys yeah. on the podium dave you know 10, yeah, 10 guys on the podium yeah. and um and i think just it just speaks to their recipe and their formula and i think there are some there are some teams like obviously a district three team title means something to everybody but there are some teams that really kind of burn for that and they build for that and they, they uh, preach that mentality and they, and they, they, they teach it to wrestle so complimentary and duels and that, and you know, the art of shaving bonus and getting bonus and that the, all those things are what Gettysburg does really well. And there, there are going to be some years where they get out hammered by somebody and central dolphin was that team that just kind of out hammered them last year. And I don't see anybody in district three, who's really going to, you know, have an edge in that, in that stud department over them to believe that Gettysburg isn't going to be in that, at least in that district three final. I like what Hempfield has, but it's really hard for me to bet against Gettysburg because they care so much and they wrestle duel so well. Yeah, they do. And, 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 um, you know, the, 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 Right now, you and I were just talking earlier, there's not a clear-cut favorite in the District 3 AAA team race. I mean, you know, there's some teams that you can, you can put in that conversation, but, you know, who, who's, who's ready to win this thing? And, 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 you know, Gettysburg, as good as they are, you know, they're one matchup team-wise away. You know, I mean, teams match up well with other teams, and you don't match up well with teams. Well, Gettysburg is a team that, like any other team in District 3, as good as they are, you know, I, and I don't know that team, but who, who matches up well with them? You know, and uh, I, I feel like, you know, that that could be that could be interesting if somebody does match up well with them. So, um, I mean, you know, every team in District 3 right now, in my opinion, is one bad matchup away from a team from getting beat. And, uh, you know, and it's still early. Right. Like, I mean, guys are going to be dropping weights here. And, you know, you have uh, on Saturday, you know, December 25th, you get to two pounds. It's like a it's like a holiday within a holiday for wrestlers. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I think you're going to see a lot of teams like you know, the shape of their lineup is going to change and 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 all that so um you know heading in here to the holidays so a couple you know individual performances that really jumped out and you can you can feel free to jump in there with with other but you know just going up up the up the lineup so major lewis at trinity the the junior at 106 pretty dominant in this tournament i think um you know just one of those efforts that i don't know if turning the corner or coming out party or you know i don't think any of those phrase really fit but i did want to see this type of effort for major lewis to really think about him in terms of being a district three guy and being a state qualifier and really getting to that next level and it looks like he's doing that 
Yeah, I mean, and he, he pinned everybody. He, I mean, he pinned the whole way through the tournament. So, I mean, here you have a kid that's experienced. He's a hard worker. He's in, into the sport of wrestling. And he's a junior at 106. Like, you know, that's a weight class where you usually get a predominantly younger crew, crew of kids because they're smaller and that's how it goes. But you start to get the juniors and seniors at 106. I mean, look out, you know. So I, I expect him to, to make a, a nice statement here at the end of the year and uh, be a be a wrestler in the area that we can watch, the, you know, at the state tournament. But he had a great tournament this weekend, for sure, pinning his way through, like I said. Uh, Trenton Walker from Carlisle, you know, I think he's put in the work to, to stay down at 120 and be a senior there. And I think he's shown some exciting things and he can wrestle with an incredible pace. And if he's able to kind of put the consistency together and, and, and really bring all those pieces together, I, I do think he's a dangerous guy. Um, he, he scores 25 points in a tech fall win in that 120 final. And again, I mean, I think a, a really good confidence builder that he's able to take another step forward too, because I, I just, I, I love how he wrestles and I love watching him wrestle and that pace. And, and he's not afraid to attack. He's not afraid to open up. I don't think he's afraid of making a mistake. So I, I want to see Trenton Walker take that next step and, and, uh, kind of peek in the postseason and do some damage there because I believe he can. He's really improved. I mean, from where he started, you know, uh, his high school career to, to now. And, um, you know, he did have an impressive tournament. I mean, the finals, I mean, like you said, um, you know, it was really impressive. And, and again, a guy, like you said, that um, come to the postseason and he, and he does well in the postseason, but he's always like a win or two away from where I think he wants to get to, where, where you know, Carlisle's staff wants him to be, right? So, um, his senior year, though, I mean, he couldn't have he couldn't have started off any better, really, uh, you know, for a senior year here, winning the Carlisle tournament and, and moving forward. But he, he's a tough kid. Like I said, has really improved from, you know, his, his beginning of his high school career from what I remember him as to, to now, you know, as has shown a lot of improvement. So, again, you know, he'll be an interesting character to watch here uh, coming into the postseason, too. So. Uh, Luke Mentzer from Chambersburg, you know, he, he's another guy, like, I think it might be a little easy to sleep on him a bit now, but this is a really seasoned kid, obviously the son of a coach, good and technical. He's a long kid. I mean, at what, 126 pounds. I mean, I think he, he's a guy that you hate to say sneak up on because anybody who follows wrestling in district three kind of knows the name and has seen him, but I still think there's some good things out there. He, he wins the, a championship there. 126. He beats a uh, kid from Dylan Reiner from Brandywine Heights, who I think is a two-time state qualifier from, from double A. Yeah. And I think just like Trenton Walker, a good tournament to kind of build off of that for him. Yeah. I like Luke. I, he, you know, he's fun to watch wrestle. Like he's not afraid to throw people on their back and, and, you know, he has, a, and here's the key, right. He has a good workout partner. You know, we, we talk about this stuff and, and uh, you know, when you have a good workout partner in the room, I mean, he's working out with a state runner up. Right. So, you know, every day coming into the room and working out with that guy, I, you know, you're, you're, you're getting better. And uh, so that's important too. I, I think, you know, even moving forward for everybody, like, you know, your workout partners, like who, who do you work out with? And uh, you know, when he has Carl Schendeldecker state runner up in the room, I mean, at the weight next to him, I mean, there, there's a great partner. So um, yeah. And, and, and again, he's a guy that really, you know, I think as a freshman, did he get fourth at regionals or he was a match away from States? Like maybe this, you know, I, I, he was right there on that cusp of qualifying for the state tournament, uh, you know, hasn't done it yet, but I, I think this year uh, you're going to see a kid that, you know, that, that, that jump from your sophomore to junior year is big and, and you're going to see him, I think, do some good things here. 
Uh, I think the the story of the tournament, Dave, and I'm not sure. I wasn't trying to bury the lead. We're just kind of working our way up, and I think we can circle right. back around on some others too. But G- Gannon Smith at, at at 160, so he pins Michael Dugan. Um, you know, PIAA bronze medalist pins Michael Dugan wins that 160 weight class. He also had a good win earlier last week uh, against Justice Hockenberry Folk from West Perry, and you know this is a kid too. I think he made the state tournament as a 106 pounder and has gone through that that journey of climbing the lineup is an interesting to, thing to watch for a kid who has success at 106, but whose body they, they grow out of that. And I think another good one is uh, Caden Dobbins from Dallas town. I put in that category guys who shoot up into the middle of the lineup. And at, to me, it's like, okay, Gannon Smith has settled into that, that spot now, which might be an understatement. Well, here's the deal, right? So when you are an upper weight and you started your career light, you, you, you know how to wrestle now, now, not, not, not that I'm going to like, you know, I don't want to throw any shots here at upper weights, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, if you are a lightweight wrestler and you learn how to wrestle like a lightweight and you grow and get big, you're going to have success. I mean, the, you know, I could go through all, multiple guys. I, I mean, right off the top of my head, the, the Harkless kid from Wilson, that Jake wrestled in the finals last year, that kid started his career at 132 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, so now he's a 215 pounder. Well, guess what? These guys know how to wrestle. And that's what you're seeing there. Here's Gannon Smith starts his career at 106 when I was at 60. Um, and uh, he's used to moving. He's used to wrestling. And, you know, when, when that, when that, when that match happened, I got a text from somebody that said like, Hey, uh, you know, Dugan was losing, you know, losing and got pinned. Like he, it wasn't like he got, you know, they got caught. And uh, that was a big shock. Like, you know, start looking up Gannon Smith and, and what he's all about and, um, you know, but that's the great part about wrestling, right? Like here you are, um, you're, you know, you're Dugan's a state bronze medalist and uh, you know, you, it happens, right? You get beat. And, uh, you know, th- like I said, that, that, that's a great win for Smith and, uh, a guy that in, in district three and across the state here with that win, I mean, you know, somebody else that we can keep our eye on in the double A field to, to, to medal and, uh, you know, kudos to him and, and, you know, to, to, to go out there and to take a, take on a kid like Dugan and, um, you know, to have the confidence and, and, and all that to, to get that win is impressive for sure. For sure. We're saying, you know, takes nothing away from Dugan. I think Dugan with the coming Valley kickoff no, finals no, where, where he, where he, he's, he's down, couldn't get his offense going. Then he comes firing back in that one. Um, different lessons to learn, I think, uh, for him. And, and I think and he's up away too. He is. Yeah. He, he's, he's on, I, he's on I, his way know, down. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, and I, I, whole I, other I think that shows up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I, I think he's going to be good. I think probably, you know, here as he get, as we turn the calendar into January coming up, uh, it's just one of those things he can be better from the losses. And that's what well, we're that, looking me, for as a coach. No doubt. And, and let me say this, right? Like, so three young wrestlers out there, right? So here's, here's Michael Dugan, a guy supposed to win the tournament. He goes out, he gets beaten, he gets pinned, right? But what's he do? What's his response to that? His response is he wrestles the whole way back, beats a tough Jake Cherry, right? And, 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 gets, and, and gets third, right? Like, you, you know, so that's, a, that's an important thing, right? Like, after you lose, are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Are you going to sulk? 
You know what I mean? Or are you are you gonna pack it in? Like like heck no, you're not, right? You gotta you gotta you gotta fire back and you gotta keep wrestling. And so as much as it was like, oh, Michael Dugan got beat, well, big deal. I mean, it's 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 you know, Christmas isn't even here yet. You know, um, he's gonna be a guy at the end of the year. He's there, we know that, right? But what's he do? He sucks it up um and he comes back and he gets a third. So, you know, you younger wrestlers out there, you know, winning and losing, yeah, that's that's a big thing. But like, you know, I like to see guys that lose and come back and battle back and, and get that third or get that get that fifth or whatever it may be, you know, and, um, you know, so it was good to see that, I think. And, and I've heard from college coaches too, uh, you know, just about looking at a kid losing, you know, you talk about like, uh, obviously, you know, your successes can kind of define how you, how far you can go in the sport. But I think just indications of your attitude, there are people watching that and there are young kids watching that. And if you are a guy who is in that, next level conversation who can maybe consider wrestling in college um how you respond when something doesn't go your the, your way can really define how those people view you too and i think that's an important lesson and uh michael dugan as much as anybody that i have followed and have watched and talked to has that steady attitude about him where like he understands that stuff's going to go sideways sometimes in match in tournaments, whatever, and can kind of compartmentalize that and not let that define what he's going to go and out there and do the next time, because uh, it looks bad on you. If, if you throw a fit, uh, right. it looks bad. It looks bad on you. If you're a guy like that and, and it's clear that you sulked going into the consolation round and, and you lose right. again. So right. good on him. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. A couple others that I, that I want, want to mention too is Reese Palulek from, from Redland. Interested to see what he can do as a senior. He's a guy who can level up too. He beats Nolan Ziegler who won a state medal in double A last year for that 138 title. And then at 285, Leighton Schmick from Carlisle. I think it was what, 7-3 in the final over Trevor Gallagher from, from Gettysburg. It's a matchup that we will absolutely see again. I presume, you know, the, those are two big time contenders for that District 3 title. Love what Leighton Schmick did there, but I think they both kind of understand and uh, he's going to have to do it again, which is a challenge in its own right. And Gallagher's probably going to get another shot at him. Yeah, I, I think they've wrestled multiple times now. That, that you know, four, five times. I think they're about even. Um, you know, two of the two of the better heavyweights that you're going to see, even in our not even in the area, just the district period. And uh, you know, and I, I know Schmidt got the best of him. Uh, you know, in, in the finals of the, the Carlisle tournament, but again, like, you know, at the postseason, if, if Gallagher comes back and beats him, like, you're not going to remember the Carlisle Christmas tournament, right? Like you're, 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 you know, you learn from those things and, and move on. But both of those guys are big, 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 strong heavyweights and, and they can wrestle, you know? Um, you know, as far as the Palala kid from Redland, here's a guy like I, 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 I got to see at the Cumber Valley kickoff classic a little bit and, and he, he battled through there and, um, you know, but just him as a person, like from last year to this year at the postseason last year, you know, Redland came over and worked out with, with Cumberland Valley and I got to see him in the practice room a little bit. And, um, you know, this year he just looks, he just looks like a, a young man now, like he's 18. He, he looks like he's bought in. He, he, he looks like he's on the right trajectory. Um, you know, so I, I think, uh, it, that, to be honest with you, I, that was an impressive win for him to beat Ziggler, in my opinion. I, 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 you know, I definitely thought what Ziggler would beat him. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a great win for him. And even like, you know, moving into the, the holiday season here with everything, uh, you know, getting some confidence there and, um, you know, yeah, good, good for him and, uh, and Redland and, and, and Coach Baglia, so. Good, good reminder with him. And there's a bunch of reminders as you're, as you're following this sport. 
And you're also kind of keeping in mind that eight, between ages 14 or 15 and 18, how much growth and change happens with a person as an individual, let alone as a wrestler. Like you're talking about some years where you, you might grow and change more during this stretch of your life than you ever do again. And it's just another fresh reminder if you follow a kid from freshman to senior, just how things can change and, and how maturity kind of plays into it and kind of seeing it with Reese now um, with, with a big win this past weekend. Yeah, you know, one of the best coaches I was ever around in my life was Tim Renfrew. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, I remember him and even Gary Quigley was an assistant uh, of his. And you're both those guys, great people. And, um, you know, listeners might not even know who they are. But I, I, either way, I remember coaching with Tim and, uh, you know, going through like, you know, the, the, the lifting program and, and talking about kids. And I remember him telling me like in, in high school, like never give up on a kid right? Like, you know, you're ninth grade, like 10th grade. And then all of a sudden, you know, they gain three inches and 30 pounds. And all of a sudden you're looking at this kid going, holy, holy cow. Like this guy is, you know, and, and to that point, um, so much growth from the age of 14, 15 to 18, right? So, and, and, you, and you see that. And, and you, I, I like to see guys like the Palala kid who, who battled through some adversity and, and they keep working and they keep chopping wood. And here he is his senior year and he's getting something from the sport. You know, I mean, he, he, he's, you know, he's mature, he's winning some tournaments and, um, you know, see that process. That's, that's, that's a good thing. So. Uh, shifting gears a little bit to King of the Mountain and we'll go back to that 14 age, age end of the spectrum with Aaron Seidel from Northern Lebanon. I mean, this is a kid and I joked with Rusty Wallace. Uh, he, he really looks like he could pass as eight. You know, if, 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 he was, if he was wrestling Bantam and he was wrestling in the eight to 10 age, age bracket, I wouldn't be surprised. But this is a kid who, um, you know, so good, so technical, um, has a really, really good head on his shoulders, works like crazy. And this was a good coming out party for him, so to speak. I say coming out. He's ranked number two in the state, but he battles right. through, uh, beats a, a really good kid in AAA, I think ranked number four in the state. Uh, Luke Willishell from from um, Greater Latrobe in the semifinals, and then doesn't give up a point in the King of the Mountain finals to a kid um, from Franklin Regional who beat the number two kid in the state um, from Seneca Valley, who was at the Cumberland Valley Kickoff Classic, right. beat Connor right. Killian there. So um, really strong effort from Aaron Seidel. And the thing that really jumps out, and this is Northern Lebanon's first ever finalist at King of the Mountain, first ever champion our only local kid who did get to the top of the podium there, which was a really super tough tournament, even by King of the Mountain standards this year. Um, but in that semifinal match, uh, he, it's tied 4-4. Um, kid chooses bottom. So Aaron Seidel starts on top. And I'm watching the clock. And I'm watching his corner. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, at what point in time do you go from trying to ride to, to, to conceding a point and leaving yourself some time? And I was really impressed by the fact that he chose to ride. He stayed calm. He didn't panic. He stuck to what he does and he get, he gets a turn for a seven, four win. I just thought that commitment in the third period of a match against a really good kid was, was really telling. You know, that's experience, man. I mean, here's a kid, I don't care what grade he's in. I mean, he's been, he's been doing this crap for a long time. And it did. It's so funny. You said about, him looking young. I, I saw a post where, you know, and this was cool too, that he, he was at like a, I think on Sunday at a tournament, like helping youth wrestlers and all that. And like, they had a picture of him, like helping youth wrestler. And I didn't know which one he was like, you know what I mean? Like looking at, <laughs> I'm serious that like you said that, but um, yeah, you know, uh, looks can be deceiving though. You know, he's a, he's a tough customer and uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 good for him too. And, and, and Northern Lebanon getting that champion, another brutal tournament with the King of the Mountain. 
I mean, just brutal. And, uh, you know, to get that win there. And, and like you said, uh, to do it in the mature fashion that he did it, you know, to not panic, to, to keep riding, to, to get his turn to, to the championship. I mean, that shows a lot of poise. I mean, that's what you're going to have to do at the state tournament to, to win a state medal. So um, you're seeing, you know, signs of that at, a, at an early age. I mean, ninth grade, you know, able to remain calm like that. And again, he's a seasoned wrestler and uh, has wrestled, you know, hundreds of matches in his life. And, um, is an impressive kid for sure. Uh, Northern's uh, Cole Bartram, sophomore, who um, you know I think made a really big statement opening weekend by by winning the CB Kickoff Classic, by beating the number ten kid in the state, by winning by technical fall there. Well, he 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 did the same thing to get to the the finals at one seventy two at King of the Mountain, but he ran into a kid who has a lot of experience, Matt Furman from Cannon Mac who had an answer to everything that he, that Bartram wanted to do and trying in match to find a solution to that. Um, and the first thing that really came to me was that, yes, this kid has steamrolled everybody, but I think it was probably a pretty healthy experience for him to, to go in and, and not be able to figure out like what happened, you know, what, why couldn't I get to my stuff? And the answer was, I mean, the other kid probably just deserves some credit for that. And I think um, it's great to experience as much success as Cole experienced this year, especially the way last year went, where I know he wanted more out of last year. But to, to run into some adversity and, and to, to really go back into the room with, with a lesson and with something that says, okay, how do I not allow my opponent to dictate the match? Because this was his first taste of it. And I think in the grand scheme of things, probably a good thing for him to go through that. You know, and, and we can kind of head into the, the our talk about even Christmas break and, and where we're at right now as as wrestlers. But I mean, I think uh, you know Cole Bartram has had an outstanding beginning of the year, right? Like you know, the, winning the kickoff classic, steamrolling his way to the finals in 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 the King of the Mountain. And guess what? Uh, you know. <laughs> You can't get it, it. It ebbs and flows, right? Like you, you're steamrolling people, and guess what? You got you, you got handled in the finals, right? So my philosophy is this: as much as it was my job as a coach to get my kids and prepare them to win, it's my job to get them a loss. You see, like your, your schedule, like you know, if that kid runs through the whole season and doesn't experience any adversity, well, there's no growth from that. You know, and, uh, and, and I think for him, you know, everything's, everything's fine. Everything's on point. He's wrestling well. He ran into a tough customer in the finals. I, I'm sure coach now I'm going to go back, you know, Dan and him will go back, take a look at it and, and see what you need to, to fix up to, to close that gap. And people don't realize like the minimal amount of technical change that you need to make in a match to close that gap. You know, I mean, very minimal, you know, little, little things can, can change and make a big difference. So, you know, and, and how do you figure out where your weaknesses are? Well, you got to wrestle somebody that's, that's better and exposes those, those weaknesses, you know, and, and, and like I said, moving into the, to the, to the, to the winter break here to Christmas break. I mean, here, here you are, you know, you're, you're wrestling and, and, you know, the start of the season and, and maybe it, maybe it's going well for you, you know, like, like a Bartram and, and you're headed in the right direction. If, if that's the case, let's, Let's keep heading in that direction. But again, if things didn't work out, you know, heading in here to the, you know, the Christmas break and the beginning of the season and you're experiencing some difficulties, maybe you're a freshman, maybe, maybe you're a sophomore, um, you know, the, the, the key is the end of the year, right? Like, so you want to be at your best come the postseason, And, and um, you know, you got to keep that in mind and, and moving through the beginning of the year here, you might've went to some tournaments that maybe you were outclassed in, like maybe, maybe you went to 
a, a, a kickoff classic, Cumber Valley kickoff classic and a beast of the East or, or, you know, two big tournaments like that. And, and you may be like a guy that's like a, a, a first year starter and maybe you got one win between two tournaments, you know, and, uh, you know, here's the deal. Like your time will come too, like team wrestling, right? Like the whole month of January is about team wrestling. And the, and the cool part about that is the kids that aren't your state medal winners can impact the team not even by winning, like even if, even if you go out and you wrestle a hard six minutes and you don't give up a pin against somebody good, like, you know, your, your, your losses can be wins for the team. So your time will come just, just keep working. And uh, wrestling is a sport of attrition, right? Like you just got to keep sticking with it and keep working and keep working. And that can be hard sometimes because, you know, we live in a society today that wants instant gratification, right? Like we, we want to, we know, we want to show up, we want to win. I was having this conversations with my daughter, you know, she, she plays softball. Well, you know, she thinks that because she goes out and throws the ball in the air and catches it, that all of a sudden, like, she should be this awesome softball player. Well, well, the reality is like, you know, that's not the case. Like, you know, you don't get instant gratification. You know, you, you got to work at things. You've got to persevere. You got to experience some setbacks. You got to experience some success. And, you know, it, it all goes in one thing there. And, and, you know, wrestling is not a sport of instant gratification. If you're looking for that, you're in the wrong sport. So um, you might be a little banged up right now. You might be a little bruised. That's part of the sport, you know, and, and uh, you know, suck it up, uh, quit complaining, you know, um, we've all been there. Right. And uh, you know, and, 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 and keep improving, man, keep working. Uh, I hate to gloss over too much here, but we got to, I, I want to get you a chance to preview a few matches. Oh yeah, up. you're good. You're good. CDCV is, is kind of one of those battles of attrition and not things not going right for either team, but certainly Cumberland Valley comes in a little handcuffed. CD wins that one's 26, 23. Interesting time that first full week of the season to wrestle it. CD then turns around, and goes to the beast of the East. Not a great showing out there. Ryan Garvick's their only guy to get to day two. And then Cumberland Valley goes up to King of the Mountain. Same night as the, as they lose that duel, they're up at seven the next morning and they, and they wrestled that tournament. Gabe Belga finishes fifth. Rocco Fratelli from Northern also finished fifth. Look ahead to this re week real quick. What are you looking forward to? A couple highlights. Oh, man. Well, you know, the, the CD-CD match was, was a good match. But, I mean, again, no, no surprise. Like, you know, I, I said even going into it, you know, and, 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 you know, keeping it together. Right? Like, you know, so this is what I mean. Like, here we go. Like, you know, Cumber Valley showed up with, with two guys out. Well, Central Dolphin didn't. So Central Dolphin was a better team that day because they kept it together. Okay. Um, you know, but you know, both those teams are going to be teams that are in it come postseason, and, and uh, both will have guys moving around, dropping weights and, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. And, uh, you know, kudos to both teams, kudos to Jeff for a great match, uh, getting a big victory and, um, you know, to, to kind of help you out there. Like looking ahead here though, I mean, what do you see for this week uh, match wise? I mean, we got a, a Mechanicsburg Redland, you know, West Perry, East Penn, Big Spring, Shippensburg, right? The Barrick Brothers, um, you know, Trinity, Harrisburg, CD East, LD, um, you know, Cumber Valley Spring Grove's a nice one. Um, so you got some matches floating around here this week. Nothing too crazy. I think you kind of said that a little earlier, you know, and we're kind of hitting that holiday break here. Um, but but some, some interesting matches as far as where teams are headed. And uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, interesting week here. Um, not, not too crazy. I was looking at schedules. Um, of those matches, I mean, there's some interesting individual matchups in some of those, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see um, more, you know, from Diesel Kozer from Shippensburg, really off to a really good start. I think he'll probably get a good match against Big Spring. Looking at an individual there, 
Uh, West Perry going to East Penn. West Perry's been super active. They wrestled a lot in the first two weeks of the season. Where are they at health-wise, fatigue-wise, all that stuff? Trinity Harrisburg is, is to me a, a battle for that next tier. We're we're a assuming tier, McDevitt's yeah. that that the class of that capital division. Where does Harrisburg stand? It's a good a good opportunity, I think, for them wrestling in their home gym against Trinity. And then CB Spring Grove. How much does CB have left in the tank? Um, they're going to go make that trip. Not that you're talking about a huge trip, but what an hour or so to get down to Spring Grove and and, and wrestle those guys who are pretty tough and pretty deep. Where's your lineup at? If if you're Billy and and uh, you know this will have maybe of all the matches this week the most implications in the district three title race yeah yeah no i, I mean and here's the deal spring grove coached by ty conover um you know i i i i really like that group of coaches and those guys down there at spring grove uh, i really have a lot of respect for tyke and and that whole crew down there even tony miller when he was coaching there was you know a good guy and um my wife is from hanover so she actually graduated with, with tyke and he's always a guy that you know at tournaments i like to go and talk to and see and even his father and these are wrestling guys these are good people man and uh you know he's going to have his spring grove crew ready to go and you know i i even think uh, he, he's done a good job with them uh, i feel like he's getting them a little more exposure with some tougher tournaments and uh you know wrestling the cummer valley in, in december shows that hey he's, he's ready to put his squad out there and and get to work and uh, he knows what it takes right um, so that'll be an interesting matchup. I, I, I you know, I, I don't know. I, I got to take a look at where Carmel Valley is going to be after the weekend here. You know, where, where, you know, where's guys injured, guys out. Um, and Spring Grove the same way. So you know, take a look at that match. I think that's on Thursday, right? Is that Wednesday or Thursday? I believe um, they're wrestling Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And and you so, know, another match, another match here. You have East and LD, where you have two teams in the in the Keystone that were at the kind of at the bottom last year, both of them trying to like improve their programs. So that, that, that's interesting one to me too. Uh, you know, just to see yeah. where those two teams are at. So, and I think both of them probably feel pretty good going into that one. So I'm curious to see I, what I, the outcome is and some of those individual matchups. And if some of those individuals can kind of keep the ball rolling a bit, look at a guy like Marcel McDaniels, who we talked about last week. So there yeah. you go. It's a yeah. little bit, a little bit of a light week. We go into the holiday break this weekend. Wrestlers will get the two-pound allowance um, coming up this weekend, which, as you mentioned, holiday within a holiday. And then we pick right back up. Trojan Wars, Powerade. I mean, enjoy the light week while you can. We'll get back to business here next week. And we will join you next week here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. They will be with us on Monday to recap what we saw. And more importantly, I think, look ahead to some of those big events. So make sure you tune in next time. Download, subscribe on Spotify. Uh, Acast and uh, and and some other iTunes and iHeartRadio. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking ahead here uh, for you guys heading into winter break, Christmas break. Um, here's the deal, right? Like you enter you enter you enter Christmas vacation, and and you probably have practices in the morning, and and you know, here's a great time to train. You know, you probably don't have a lot of comps. You have all this time off. You can really focus on your training. Uh, get your took us out of bed, get the practice in the morning, get a good couple hour practice in, um, get your lifts in and, and like, you know, head into the Christmas break with the mindset of improvement instead of, uh, we have Christmas break and we have practiced over break. Like, no, like let's, let's, let's head into the Christmas break here and look, look for it as an opportunity to improve. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think sometimes you enter that Christmas break and the mindset of wrestlers is, uh, we got to get up in the morning for practice. And, you know, again, no, no feeling sorry for yourself, get out of bed, look to improve, keep working hard and, and get better. So. 
I think more than I like to admit, I'm the second person in that scenario. So I take a lot of inspiration, even in my, <laughs> it's not training, but it's like typing or whatever I got to do. I, I walk out of this thing, inspired Dave. And I thank you for that. I hope everybody else does too. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Enjoy the holiday and we'll catch up with you next week. Yep. Happy holidays.